episode 120 of the All the Book Show, recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news. I'm Eric Mickles. I'm Nick Gunning. And with us is... Kate Miller. Very, very, very reluctantly back for her third visit. Is that right? Three? Wow. Third, yeah. Wow, yep. Third time's a charm, they say. So maybe, maybe this is the time when that maybe. magic's really going to click. I actually just recently was listening to our Naomi Shehab Nye Spotlight, which Kate was on last. Random. So I'm a little, I know, I'm a little behind, but it was fun. Yeah. It's fun to have Kate on the show. So Kate, welcome back. I can tell that you're excited. So Always, thank yeah. you. Oh, good, good. All right. Uh, Eric, how are you? I'm great. Good. I'm the only one in this room not sick. <laughs> That's true. So. That is a very true statement. Yeah. But I'm here. Yeah. I'm wearing pants. I'm wearing shoes. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. This is in the, the healthiest game. you've looked in four days. <laughs> Absolutely, it is, and so. I feel great. Do you? No. All right. Well, no, you got no, a book no. club to do. I sure do. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Hey, I got good news for you. Yeah. Because uh, you probably don't know. Okay. But I'm one of those people that have been typing in Jurassic World 2 into Google for about two months. Everyone knows just, that. Just looking for news. Everyone. Everyone knows that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, anyways, the trailer drops tomorrow. Oh, wow. But they've released uh, two clips. A Look pretty good. Looks like Chris Pratt is trying to wake up the T-Rex. Uh-oh. I think it's in a military base, and they Look need out. they need the they T-Rex to the cause T-Rex. some sure, sure. Uh, chaos. Absolutely. Chaos? Yeah. Get from, it there? Yeah, with uh, Ian Malcolm. Sure. Yeah. Who's going to be sure. in the movie? But also, they've released a picture... Uh, Entertainment Weekly, and it's the Baryonyx. The Baryonyx is a Spinosaurus-type dinosaur, smaller okay. than the Spinosaurus. It doesn't have the frill on its back. Okay. Uh, I, it thought, was... I thought you were going to say Laura Dern was in it. No. But, no. no, she's in uh, Star Wars. She's going to okay. be in Last Jedi. Okay. But uh, the Baryonyx has had a strange history, with because it, it showed up in all the original so toys. So he's been talking to you about this all day with you. All day and okay. yesterday. I'm so glad you're back, Nick. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, no one... Actually, apparently I've talked about the baryonyx twice now with my wife okay i thought i hadn't okay and then i had okay so he was in the original hey, toys I'm just a phone call away man uh he was in the original and in jurassic park 3 okay when you hear the spinosaurus word the first time okay billy is all like is that a baryonyx and alan grant oh. says no it sounds too big wow so nice also there's a volcano on the island and it's erupting Pretty good and you haven't even seen the trailer yet so i haven't man. even seen the trailer man we're gonna have to do one of those like classic like you watch Eric's reaction to watching the Jurassic Park. Yeah. I'd probably just sit there very quietly. <laughs> you probably I would, would think. You probably just... and then you just instantly reclick play it again. <laughs> that's yeah. that's how'd you know? Yeah. And then you go watch all four movies. <laughs> yeah. Have you hacked my webcam or something? <laughs> yeah, I have. Okay. Actually. I guess you've just known me for about a year. I haven't, I've seen some weird stuff. So <laughs> really? Yeah, we can talk about it off mic. Okay. Um so I know what you've been doing online. Well, what have you been reading? This is our bookmark segment. Oh, yeah. Did let's you like, like that segue? Yeah. Let's have our uh, guest start. Oh, okay. The lovely Kate Miller will kick off our bookmark segment. Lovely. How nice is that of you? Sure. I am reading Sarah J. Moss, Empire of Storms. I think it's book five. Yes. Eric, it, Eric it, confirms is that, it is book five. What series is that? Of the Throne of Glass series. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. I read her other series as well, but the, I'm, I'm almost done with this one. They're both pretty good. I like them. Nice. My wife picked up one of those in Target the other day and like wanted it and then realized that it was like book four or something. So right. she did not do it. But are they, yeah. so these are like fantasy? Yes. I know nothing about fantasy books. Um, strong female main character. Oh, okay. She is an assassin. She's a queen. She's all sorts of hats. And I really enjoy okay. that. It's pretty nice. fun. Yeah. Sounds great. Have you read these, Eric? I know you know of them. No, I haven't. I used to think they were adult books, oh. uh, but they're not. They're young adult books. Yeah, they do uh, kind of have that look. Because they really look like. something says, I think it says like Hunger Games meet Games, Game of Thrones oh, on one of the yikes. books. I don't think it's Hunger Games yeah. related at all, but that was just the thing you said. <laughs> right. Uh, that was the next Gone Girl but yeah. for the YA. Yeah. Hey, my raspy voice really worked with that. Yeah, that was that pretty good. There, didn't you think? Uh, so no, I haven't read them, but she also has the Court of... Uh, Owls. No, not Court of Owls. That's oh. Batman. Oh, right. Court of Thorns and... 
Roses. Okay. Thank you. Um, so yeah, yeah. The one she's reading is book five, and book six is on its way. Okay. I don't think this has. Kate, does it feel like it's leading somewhere, or is it very episodic? It is definitely leading somewhere. Um, right now. <laughs> Eric's excited. He is. He was. There was a little yes yeah. in my ear behind yep. me. Um, each one is developing her character mostly, and she's gathering this court around her essentially to become this all-powerful queen and take down the evil that's trying to threaten the world. Okay. Interesting. Kate, you're a Christmas enthusiast. Is that right? Yes, I okay, am. Okay, so is that, does that go to Christmas books? Do you read Christmas books as well? I don't, actually. Well, I Kate, picked one up right in place. the past, <laughs> and it was very like, okay, they they got presents, there was a miracle, mm-hmm. and it was it. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't impressed, so mm-hmm. I haven't really tried it since. Okay. All right. Well, if you need any guidance, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here what for if, you. What if there's a dog involved, like a homeless dog that oh, needs a home, man. and its present is just... I can't tell you how many times I've Googled like Christmas dog books because there's not enough. (laughs) There's not enough. I've read them all. My favorite Christmas with Tucker. So let's throw that out there. Is that real? Christmas with Tucker? That's a real book. Christmas with Tucker's real book. And you are a Christmas book enthusiast? I am. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So so I'm disappointed. Okay. No, that's all right. That's all right. All right. What about you? What have you been reading? Uh, What have I been reading? I'm not sure. Would you like me to go? Because I know. Oh, okay. Okay. But I finished a bunch of stuff over the weekend, uh, the long weekend, which I was passed out on the couch. I read a lot of graphic novels, so I'm going to tell you about those first. I read volume three of Jughead in the ongoing Archie series. Yeah, I like it so much. Series. I didn't like it as much as the others. It switches writers midway through and just sort of doesn't really go anywhere. There's a nice uh, Speed Racer homage that I liked. That was cool. You do like Speed Racer, I think. I read The Dark Knight Returns, The Last Crusade, which is that prequel graphic, and I really liked it. So yeah. whenever you it's get crazy. there and read it, I would like to know is what that, you think about but it. That's but. not that's not Frank Miller. It is. It's Solo Miller. Well, no, I mean it's uh, Brian Azzarello and Ugh. other people. Azzarello. I mean it, it had it felt yeah it felt in line. You know, yeah. they used a lot of the same like visual imagery that the earlier ones yeah. used. So Azzarello you know. probably just has to white out a few lines. Probably He's probably more an editor <laughs> than <an> actual. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I thought that was pretty good, so I liked that. I read uh, another YA graphic, Real Friends, also good. Hey, yeah. And I finished Watchmen, which just didn't do a lot for me. But I think, you know, like you said, I've seen it before. So, but it's it's just done. It's still even though it's like it's been done, it's still yeah. like great. Yeah, I just I don't know. I didn't like it. Hmm. I'm sorry. It's weird. Uh, and then I finished Still Life. Is it because by, of all nudity? No, I just I found it dull. I just didn't think it moved quickly enough at all. I guess I maybe want a little bit more Rorschach. This is getting too. There's a lot of Rorschach in it. Yeah, I guess I wanted more. I thought it was going to be like a detective story, and it was just a lot of like weird stuff with Doctor Manhattan. So, anyway, I read Louise Penny's Still Life. Have you read Louise Penny at all? I have not. I have not. Super popular. I I haven't before either. This is the first one I read, and uh, my wife read this years ago. She really liked it. I liked the writing and I liked a lot of the characters, but I thought like as a mystery, it was it was kind of dull. Like I just felt like nothing was really happening to, to drive it. Right. So I don't know. I might read another one because I thought there was, what was there was really good. Like it was very clever. Mm-hmm. The dialogue and the interactions was very, I was surprised um, at how old it was because it felt very modern right. in a good way. So that's what our book club is this afternoon. So if you're Ooh. listening to this, the second it comes out, 3.30 today, we're talking about Ooh, Still Life by Louise Penny. Right. And then uh, next month for our final book club of the year, we're doing Martha Grimes, Jerusalem Inn. That's the first Wednesday right. of, actually it's in January when we meet for that. It's January 3rd at 3.30. Okay. That's our Christmas book. Right. Jerusalem Inn, Martha Grimes. Nice. 
Uh, so that is what I read. I'm uh-huh. currently reading book four in the 100 series. What about those, Kate? Have you read those? I did read those, and I actually like those. How do you like them? You read all four of them? I did read all oh, okay. four. Okay. Uh, I read the first three in pretty rapid succession, <laughs> and I liked them. Yep, uh, yep. And I just started number four, and it's probably been... I don't know, maybe a year since I read the last one. Right. So I appreciate how number four does a lot of like recapping. In the, in <laughs> that the always helps, doesn't it? It was very it? helpful. But I, I really like them. I haven't really watched the TV show. I have not watched the TV show. I think I got like an episode or an episode and a half into it. And it was so entirely different yeah. that I couldn't even keep going. Well, these are pretty unique because when you look at like the publication of the novel and the start of the TV show, it was like right from the beginning. Yeah. Yep. These novels are like concurrent with the TV show and they don't exactly. Yeah. So it's an entirely different storyline right, sometimes. Yeah. I think my husband watched some. Okay. And a character that was in um, the books all the way up through book four, I do okay. believe, was dead in the first season. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, no, I think I'll just yeah. pass on the whole yeah. thing. Thanks. I was kind of thinking I'd finish the books and then maybe go back and, and watch the series. But I wish you luck. Anyway, <laughs> I'm reading The Rebellion by Cass Morgan and I'm liking it so far. Uh, and then I'm also reading uh, Red Hood and Arsenal. Eric, you love those. You love those Red Hood and the Outlaw books. Yeah, I so really do. This is a graphic novel. Starfire in that? New. No, she's not. She did, had her own series. Oh, okay. This is just Red Hood she and She get to Arsenal. wear clothes in that series? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good for her. <laughs> All right. Now, are you ready to go? What have you been doing? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Did you watch anything? Did I watch anything? Yeah. Well, you were on the couch for like know. four days. Um, Cruise through a series or anything? No. Oh, man. I watched a bunch of stuff. Watched a bunch of I Love Lucy with my three-year-old. Okay. So he loves it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I don't really need your approval. But. Uh, let's see. What have I read since we last talked? That's the question of the hour. Did I uh, Did I mention uh, I read Hulk, uh, John Burns, like 2000 Hulk run, 1999 here's, here's run? Here's the conundrum of our personal relationship and podcast. Yeah. I know that you've done that, but I don't know if our listeners Okay. Do. Well, I read John Burns' uh, slightly modern Hulk run. It was okay, but yeah. I... At a certain point, he's off the book and other writers take over. And while he's on, there's other writers on there. Okay. John Byrne's not so great. And he's crazy. He said huh. he said some pretty terrible things about libraries just recently. John Byrne? Yeah. He said libraries oh. uh, taught him. people that you could just get things for free without paying for them. And they ruined the book industry or something. And I just wanted to be like, John Byrne, <laughs> shut up. Anyway. And I read <laughs> volume four of Cable and Deadpool by Fabian... Uh, Nikiza. Nice. This is also basically I'm using my Marvel Unlimited yeah, app, yeah, yeah. my free month right now. It. So uh, I'm currently reading like a whole bunch of comics. But I finished The Last Wish by, oh, geez. Kate, uh, could you do this for me? Andre Sapkowski? I guess so. <laughs> I guess she could. All right. It's Polish. The name is Polish. Okay. I didn't want to have another name I couldn't I pronounce. Understand. And there's two right there in that why. one. Uh, so this is. The first book in the Witcher series, technically, okay, because it's the first collection of short stories. Okay, and then there's a second collection of short stories, and then there's book one of the five book series. Okay, and then there's the three video games. Got it. Which spurred me on to do that. Did I say that right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was good. Uh, because because his job is to go kill uh, monsters that are plaguing yeah. uh, people. It works in a short story format because he can go on different missions. So I'm, I'm wondering like when I finish the next, uh, short story book, like how different it's going to be when it's like a bit, a novel and mm-hmm. he's only dealing like one thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then it kind of makes sense for a video game. Cause then you just get all these like side missions oh, yeah. to go on. Sure. So, but it's interesting cause he uses a bunch of like, the author uses a bunch of like fairy tales 
to oh. tell the story. So there's like a Beauty and the Beast thing, but it's just so different than another, and it's always darker. Uh, Is that yeah. still for a while? That was like all the rage in the YA world, like the twists on fairy tales. Is that still happening? Uh, I think like it's kind that's of dead, dying right? down a little bit, but it's still, yeah, it's still, still going. Okay. Um, all I mean, because everything's like a trilogy. Right. So now we're at like book two, waiting on book three for all those series oh, that happened. Okay. Um, but also, this came out in like 1993. Yeah. No, so. I know. It just reminded me that that was going on. Yeah, he was doing that a lot. It actually reads very modern for a book that came out in 93. It reads like it just came out five years ago. Nice. Is five years ago modern? No, I don't know. All right. Uh, what else am I reading? Uh, oh, I've got it open right here. I'm reading. I do have it open. I just got to scroll up. Do it. This is happening in real time. Yeah, tell I'm us. I'm reading <laughs> Star Wars Maul oh, Lockdown by Joe finally Schreiber. Doing it. Finally yeah. doing it. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question on microphone about reading. Uh-huh. Do you want to read John Grisham's Skipping Christmas with me? It's Whoa. very short. Well, hold on. You have somebody here who's never read a Christmas book. That's true. Kate? I read one Christmas book, thank you. Hey, but have you read John Grisham? I have not. What if we all read Skipping Christmas by John Grisham? It's like 120 pages. Wait, is this the book it's that... Like novella. ...became the movie... Don't bring up Christmas with the Cranks. Is, There's is no the same need to thing? bring up Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's the same thing. Wow, so that movie was based on a John Grisham book? Well, yeah, but nobody was happy with that adaptation. I haven't seen it. I've actually seen it. And? It's real bad. But is the book the <laughs> same thing? Bad. It's the same basic plot, but... Uh-huh. Without Tim Allen's phoned in. Without, yeah, without Tim Allen getting a paycheck. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Well, you didn't answer the question, though. <laughs> you want to read that between now and Christmas? Then we could talk about it sometime? Maybe. Is that a yes? Maybe. I'd like to hear a yes or no answer. <laughs> it's a maybe. I have to finish lockdown. That's important. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you don't have time for a friendship, I guess. That's, <laughs> Star Wars, totally Maul, lockdown. Oh, yeah. Sure. We'll move on he, from this. He's in, a, he's in a prison. Yeah. He has to get out. Sure. But uh, Darth Sidious said you can't use the Force. Uh-oh. Yeah. He's only got to use his mind his mind his and, wits and his other weapons oh and his like his weapons. hands and other things he oh. makes shifts uh now at one where point does he this tore... fall in the is this so this where is, are we at technically i think this is a you could count this as a sequel to darth sidious the book okay so this is still before pre-phantom menace pre-phantom menace <laughs> i wish everything was pre-phantom menace as in like we lived in a world where there was no oh phantom so menace. you just want to be perpetually in 1998 no i don't like that either okay well didn't phantom menace come out in may yeah all right. I just mean like I want to live in a world where Phantom Menace hasn't been made yet. Okay, but then 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 maybe good Star Wars. I feel like you're missing the point. Okay, I don't like the Phantom Menace. Let yeah. me just say, <laughs> all right, that. yeah, I want a better Star Wars movie instead of the Phantom Menace. Okay. Speaking of which, are you excited about the Last Jedi? Uh, I'm getting there. I'm excited, Kate. I know very little about Star Wars. Okay, uh, I can pretend excitement if you want. Eric knows I'm see. not very good Go at for it. it. <gasps> I'm so excited! Yes, yes, yes! Wow, that seems so. No, yeah, it's fake. it's pandering. I don't like gross. it. Gross. I didn't yeah. like that either. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited okay. for it. I'll be more. I have a bunch of Star Wars comics I need to read. Nice. Uh, and I'm reading this, and I don't know if I'll have time to read any more books. Here's an advance notice for you. Uh, Mace Windu getting his own book? book in this new, yeah. Nice. Which we will have here at the David A. Howe Public Library. So. Uh, George Lucas has, is on record oh, as saying... Uh, <laughs> go on. Oh, you he, he, he's on record of uh, Maul, it okay being Maul okay. alive. Maul's alive? Yeah. Okay. If Maul survived that fall. Okay. He's Seems right like he could have. Stop getting he's electrocuted. Cut in half. No. Oh, not Maul. Maul is cut alive. Oh, Mace and Windu. Mace Windu, Windu, yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm so, actually fine. If he, yeah. <laughs> Because he just got electrocuted yeah, got and thrown electrocuted. out a window, but he yeah. could use the force to grab Absolutely onto something. He could. Why not? He lost a hand. 
but everybody does. Yeah. Oh, wait, did he lose both hands? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Seems like maybe he did. But, you know, if they can replace one hand, why not two? <laughs> well, sure, you can replace every limb in Star Wars. Yeah. So, so what's the problem? Uh, Vader's yeah. lost all of them. Got a little shock? He sure right? has. But he hasn't lost his charm. Well, I think he lost some of that when he... Did he? ...was put in the mask. Okay. Do you find him charming? No. Okay. You found the dad joke in Rogue One yeah, charming. Oh, sure. He's like, yeah, don't choke on your ambition. And then he force choked a guy. So much. Okay. Uh, don't trip over your enthusiasm. And yeah. then he force trips yeah, somebody. Force trips I don't him. ever see anybody force trip somebody. No, it doesn't happen often. All right. It's not effective in battle. No, I wouldn't. Uh, so. This is still bookmark, so let's get on. Yeah. It sure is. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> Previously on bookmark. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's all you, Darth Maul, lockdowns, where you're at now? And some comics. And some comics. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shall we move on from that then? Uh, yeah. Let's talk well, about it. Well, hold on. It. Let's check with Kate. Kate. Kate, is it okay if we move to the next segment? Yes, please. Okay. Kate agrees. <laughs> oh, um, Well, I already told you. I already gave you a spoiler about uh, Mace Windu getting his own book. So that's our, your first advance notice. <laughs> When's that coming out? First one's free. Yeah. Ask me that when I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> no, is that probably, right now? <laughs> let's see. No, probably like February, I would guess that would come out. So. Uh, but these are coming out a little sooner. Nope, this is February as well. <laughs> Jonathan Kellerman, uh, book 33 in the Alex Delaware series. I can't, I can't handle these Kellerman books. These are brutal. Is he the one that wrote the corrections? No, that's Jonathan Franzen. Jonathan okay. Kellerman writes like gruesome serial killer books. Oh, yeah. Big fan. The book club is a lot of fans of Kellerman in there, but I can't. Uh-huh. Too much for me. Sorry, Anyway, man. the new novel from Jonathan Kellerman, master of the psychological thriller, perfect for fans of Harlan Coben and David Baldacci. Really? I would not. That doesn't make any sense. Well, you me. don't like Baldacci or Coben, but it so. Just, no, it just doesn't make any sense. Those aren't, those, they don't write like gruesome. Anyway. Oh, who, who I writes? Just, oh, I Nesbo disagree, writes I disagree the with the Harlan Coben and David Baldacci comparison. But, okay. You know, uh, Alex Delaware returns. A brilliant criminal psychologist, Alex works with the police to help solve the most complex of crimes in Los Angeles. City of illusions, glamour, and infamy. Mm-hmm. An affluent family returns home from Sunday dinner only to find the murdered and brutalized corpse. See, this is what I'm talking about. You're not going to find a murdered and brutalized corpse in a David Baltacci novel right. of a total stranger in their house. This baffling, twisted tale tests Alex and Milo to their intellectual and emotional limits. Milo the dog from Milo and Otis? I'm not sure who's Milo is. the cat? I don't know. Kate? I don't know. I don't know either, but that was all I could think of when he said Milo. Also. Yeah, that's all anyone could think of. All right, this, I'm going to lighten things up with a little Sophie Kinsella, and it's called Surprise Me. That's actually the title. I All right. You, no, no, I tried to cut that off. All right, after being together for 10 years, Sylvie and Dan have all the trimmings of a happy Otis life. Milo is a Japanese adventure comedy drama film about two animals? Was it just like redubbed? I have no <gasps> idea. Look at that kitty! I loved Milo and Otis. <laughs> Look at him! You see, like, somebody gives birth in that. Some animal gives birth. All right. It was pretty shocking and milo is like push push you're almost there honey pretty much uh otis is the pug so milo is the orange tabby cat okay oh all right uh you know i'm not gonna read you the synopsis to the sophie kinsella book because i feel like we've lost the rhythm there so (laughs) if you're a sophie kinsella fan uh expect more of the same from the mistress of rom-coms i guess we could call her Mm -hmm. sophie kinsella surprised me coming out in hardcover in February. Wow. Columbia Pictures removed 15 minutes from the original film to release the English language one. What do you think they took out? I have no idea. <laughs> All right. The love scene between Milo and Otis. Perhaps. Uh, I think they were just friends. Platonic <laughs> friends. Yeah, in the American version. <laughs> from John Lescourt. I never know how to say that name. Poison. That probably wasn't a novel. <laughs> <laughs> this is book 17 in the Dismas 
Hardy series, what? of course. Boy, you're realizing <laughs> what it's like to be me reading names now. From the master of the legal thriller. Okay. John yeah. Lescourt comes from <laughs> dramatic family drama in which attorney Dismas Hardy is called on to defend a former client against the accusation of murder. That's pretty straightforward. Isn't that pretty straightforward? Yeah. Just going to defend someone. Yeah. Murder? Okay. Uh, new in large print. Yay. Uh, the Blackbird Season by Kate Moretti. Known for novels featuring great pacing and true surprises and nerve-shattering suspense, New York Times best-selling author Kate Moretti's latest is the story of a scandal-torn Pennsylvania town and the aftermath of a troubled girl gone missing. New mm. and large print. Here's the thing about that compliment. Yeah. I feel like if a book has great pacing, you don't notice it. Wow. Yeah. You just blew the lid off the publishing world <laughs> with that yeah. comment. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. Yeah. Kate, she doesn't care about pacing at all. She'll start a movie... Pause it and not yeah. come back to it for weeks. Yeah. I, have You still haven't finished uh, Wonder Woman. Is that correct? I did finish Wonder Woman, and I have small children. Not everything can go at the movie's pace, okay? Nick, as somebody with a small child, uh, can you confirm or deny that? I, I can confirm that. Okay. Yeah, you have to you have to roll with the punches, Eric. All right. Well, why not just have the kid learn how to w- actually watch a movie? That's a good idea. All right. It's a great idea. It's <laughs> a great idea. All right. What do we have in the New York Times bestseller list? Okay. Uh, let's see. Here's what I want to have happen. I want oh, them okay. to be working on engineering the dinosaurs and creating a virus that yeah. accidentally wipes out at least uh, 90% of humanity. Okay. So you have like a Cadillac and dinosaur situation, kind of like the Planet of the Apes film, but we follow the humans that are just running from dinosaurs all the time. Okay. But there's too few humans to really rebuild. What if they follow the Force Awakens approach and make it a modern retelling of Star Wars A New Hope? <laughs> okay. Both dinosaurs? I guess. You <laughs> seems like that's the key element. Maybe. All right. So on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover nonfiction. Okay. Nonfiction. Uh, yeah. Pretty bold. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, young adult hasn't changed since two weeks ago or yeah. since the last time we've done it. Yeah. So, and it probably won't again until January or February. Until one of the like five prominent YA authors writes a new yeah. book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Balls in your court, Rainbow Rowell. <laughs> yeah. No, she's gone. Well, she's out. No, I guess she's still. The last thing she did was Carry On, Carry and on. that was the book that, did well. that was based off a of fangirl. Yeah. So it's been a while since she's done, like, yeah, just a straight something. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about in the adult world? When's the last time she wrote something for them? Landline. When was that? 2013, wow. I think. Somebody's resting on their 13, laurels. 14, something resting like that. on a, Resting on my laurels. That's Rainbow Rail's next book. I love it. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Endurance by Scott Kelly, a memoir by the retired astronaut and former commander of the International Space Station. Uh, which is his name John Glenn? No, his name is well, I'd never Scott heard of him, Kelly. <laughs> Number nine, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. This has been there a long time. Yeah, 30 weeks. Good. Good for you. It's good. People learning about astrophysics. Does he tell where he gets those snappy uh, astronaut? <laughs> I'm very sick. Yeah. Where he gets his snappy star-covered vests. No, is there I, like maybe. A, is there like a McCall's pattern that you cut out? I'll ask him on Twitter and see <laughs> okay. if he can find out. He'd love it. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Sisters First by Jenna Bush Hager and Barbara Pierce Bush. Yeah. My sister was here last week. Do you remember that? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all. <laughs> number seven, Killing England by Bill O'Reilly and Martin Dugard. Yeah. So if we've never recovered, we lost England. And yeah. Once England was killed. Yeah. <laughs> no coming back. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, Killing Wisconsin. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, gone. it's totally gone. gone. Uh, six, Bobby Kennedy by Chris Matthews. Pass. 
Number five, Andrew Jackson and the Miracle of New Orleans mm-hmm. by Brian. You made the face. Is it because of the Trail of Tears? Yeah. 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 All right. Sorry, Andrew Jackson. You were a monster. What? Number four, <laughs> uh, Grant by Ron Chernow. These haven't changed either. These are all the same things. Maybe they'll change as we get to the top. No, Maybe. they won't. Okay. Three, Promise Me, Dad by yeah. Joe Biden. Yep. Don't make any jokes about it. <laughs> Don't make any jokes about no, that book. Uh, she did last time, and it's a sad story. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to warn you. Okay. No, I I thought I, I thought about doing you, it, but Adam, yeah, it's a sad story. A Number two, Leonardo da Vinci by Walter Isaacson. Uh, I, I got no. I was gonna come up with a Leonardo da Vinci joke. Okay. As you yeah. know, to get back. You failed just as he <laughs> failed to create his giant massive horse. So both of you have failures in your life. That's true. That's was true. he trying? He was trying to make a giant horse. Yeah, a giant horse. Mechanical? No, just a giant sculpture. Solid. Oh. Couldn't do it. Makes no sense. Uh, okay. Number one, Obama by Peter. No, just by Pete Souza. Pete Souza. These are just pictures. Yeah, these are pictures. This is an Obama flip book. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you go through it very yeah, fast, you can just watch him. Just you running can, down the aisles. Yeah. He, uh, he morphs into a cheetah. Does he really? Yeah. It's like an animorph. It's like an animorph slips. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Good. So. Good. I guess I brought up the animorphs that time yeah so it wasn't what's even... nice though is if you flip it backwards he morphs back into a morphs human. back into the former president yeah, yeah. I, a cheetah would not be my battle morph it would at all okay i mean i would be afraid of a cheetah because a cheetah could take me down yeah. but if i was a horse here covered in spikes yeah no way yeah cheetahs are lightweight cats that's yeah. why they're so fast they got to get away from other things like lions if they don't eat their food right away forget it lions and jackals come right in yeah Cheetahs have it rough. It's good to know about so, cheetahs. They do. They got a rough life. I believe you. All right. They're the underdogs of the big cats world. By Rainbow Rawl. <laughs> undercats of the big cats world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Does that, would you call it undercats or underdog of the big cat world? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Would you call it underdog big cat? I would call it, let's look at the fiction <laughs> list Top <now>. cat. <laughs> that's Hanna-Barbera. That's, yeah. that's copyright. Under, oh, underdog too. Yeah. That's no, true. that's not Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, I didn't get this. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Kate, did you just nod? I that un- yeah. Do you know Hanna-Barbera? No, not really. No. <laughs> she tricked us. Yeah. Uh, Top Cat is Underdog's mortal enemy then. I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's the Lex Luthor. Yeah, it's complete. Yeah, reverse. <laughs> so how come somebody who's called Top Cat lives in a trash can? You think he'd like... <laughs> Maybe it's one of those ironic nicknames, you know, uh, <laughs> like somebody who's really fat they call Tiny. Right. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But they called Fat Cat and... Chip and Dale, Fat, fat Cat. Fat Cat, yeah. So that wasn't ironic. That wasn't ironic at and all. And he called himself Fat it was Cat. descriptive, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yep. how does Heathcliff hold up? I'm sure it doesn't. Okay, <laughs> number 10 on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction. Here we go. Uh, Uncommon Type by Tom Hanks at number 10. Hanging in there, a lot yeah. of pity buys. Uh, it moved back up one. Oh. Nothing says Merry Christmas, Dad, like Uncommon Type <laughs> by Tom That's Hanks. That's true. <laughs> um you might like this because you don't like him. Okay. Dean Kuhn's The Whispering Room, new this week, number 11. Well, why would I want him to fail? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not vindictive against Dean Kuhn's. Okay. I just don't like his work. Uh, do you think when Vin Diesel is being mean to somebody, he's being vindictive? Yes. Nice. I, I like where all this is going today. I think that. <laughs> is that. Could that be a movie? Vindictive? Yes. With Vin? Yes. Okay. He'll do it. Uh, number nine. Two- the pacifier, please. Yeah. He'll do it. Yeah. Number nine, Two Kinds of Truth by Michael Connolly. Mm. It's hard to choose a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I like the blue kind. Oh, yeah. So, that's true. Yeah. 
Uh, I almost <laughs> turned it over to Kate for the second time. I thought I said it's a stupid you thing. Said she wouldn't want to. <laughs> number eight, Oathbringer, by Brandon Sanderson. Now this was number one last yeah, week. Yeah, I did. And now it's at number. It's a strong eight. debut. Yes. Still, uh, it hung on for a week. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, n- we have this in our collection, mm-hmm. along with number seven, Artemis by Andy Weir. Mm. Uh, not hearing good things about that. No, I'm not either. So I'll, I'll probably read it someday. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Number six, Endgame by David Baldacci. Uh, Jessica Just Real like Jonathan Kellerman and Will Kellerman. Robbie fight a dangerous adversary in Colorado. I almost saw dangerous as dinosaur because I. Got you it know, on the brain. You got dino vision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got man. His dino goggles on. That would be so cool. Dino goggles? Yeah. Shut up. Where do I get those? <laughs> <laughs> in your Christmas stocking. You <gasps> play your cards right. Number five, The Midnight Line by Lee Child. Ooh, ooh. It was like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was making the train. Speaking yeah. of trains, yeah. I saw Murder on the Orange Express. Oh, yeah. Over Page the weekend. screen adaptation. Did yeah. you like it? Uh yeah it was fine I since I already knew the twist I don't know anything about it all right well I knew the the not the twist the, I knew the end okay so I don't think the movie did a lot to make it an entertaining film for people who had already read the book but okay. if you hadn't uh my wife Kendra was completely surprised oh that's good um you know The Martian is the same way if you read the book the movie is not very yeah clear. because it's very straight it's just beat for beat I guess with something like Murder on the Orient Express it's supposed to be like a showcase for all these like actors that right. we have right. doing performances but I feel like it's too big of a cast that not everybody gets enough screen time oh. to do enough mm-hmm. interesting stuff in there okay so and I guess your mileage on Kenneth Branagh playing Perot mm-hmm. uh, may vary. Okay. But he was fine. All right. Would you want to be a super detective? Uh, you can solve crimes and see everything. Like but you Columbo? Can, you can never... So you count Columbo as a super detective. Sure. As like Sherlock Holmes yeah. and Perot. Absolutely. Like... <laughs> yeah. Columbo. Yeah. Would just go into a room and be like, oh, you have out. you yeah. have some sauce on your beard. Obviously, you were at this restaurant doing this thing, yeah. which means you've done this, which means you killed him this way. Yeah. That's not Columbo. He could do it. Okay. <laughs> you don't know Columbo. I never th- heard anyone count Columbo in the super detective genre. Well, you heard wrong. All right. Number four, Hardcore 24. I like how that rhymes. I like oh, it. They all I like rhyme, the right? rhyme, too. Yeah. That. No, Kate, have you ever read any Janet Ivanovich? I don't think so. She's lying. Yeah. She's lying. I know. Oh my goodness. I think there are just That's so many of them, and when you shelve them yeah. so many times, yeah. it's like you live them. You start to think. Okay. All right. Fire. Yeah. She, oh, you know what? Kate's read who Ward, right? J.R. Ward. Is that who I meant? No. Who am I talking about then? Who writes the? Uh, she, write, she. Kate likes Patricia Briggs. Briggs. Yeah. That's we already it. talked about that. All right. Never mind. Uh, number three, Origin by Dan Brown. Okay, Hanging have you in. read any Dan Brown? Hanging in. I have not. Oh, you didn't even read, uh, I was going to say, Maturian Canada. last time. Da Vinci Code. Did we really? Yeah. Have you seen the Sorry. movies? No. Okay. I haven't seen those either. All right. Uh, number two, The Rooster Bar by John Grisham. I would do We've a rooster yet. crow, but I can't because of my yeah. throat. Can you do a rock-a-doodle crow? Oh, let's, let's watch rock-a-doodle. That mm-hmm. definitely holds up. I won't listen to anyone say it. That will hold. not hold you up. You shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your stupid bearded mouth. You, hey. <laughs> I'm uh, waiting for the Rockadoodle 2 uh, trailer to drop tomorrow. So yeah, I yeah. can't wait. He also found out they built Jurassic Park yeah. on an active volcano. Yeah. They they were so focused on whether they could do it. Yeah, you know, they didn't realize they should have have not made a Rockadoodle one. Exactly. Hey, so. hey. <laughs> so he was genetically engineered to sing, right? That's Rock-a-doodle. how he can Chanticleer? sing. 
Isn't Rockadoodle like there's a boy? He's in re- he's like a real boy, but he's put into a cartoon world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's got like big sleeves. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's bad. No, it's great. <laughs> I love it. Um, do you know what we're talking about, Kate? No. Do I ever? Oh, really? You don't know Rockadoodle though. I, I thought maybe with kids. I don't think I know Rockadoodle. It's a. It's How a dog. old is this? It's old. It's okay. like a, it's, it's from like the Land Before Time, like original. Era. I was just telling Eric. I don't think I've even ever seen a Land mm, Before Time. It's one of those. Don Bluth, you know, films like Fievel and all that. Got it, Rocket got it. in that canon. Anastasia. Very good. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yeah. All right. Uh, Troll in Central Park. Maybe. How'd you like that? Never saw it. It wasn't good. Okay. Um, number one, new this week, The People versus, who do you think they're versus? Who do you think The People are versus? Larry Flint. No. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, people v Superman, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. But he's wow. a beacon of light. Is so it, it? doesn't <laughs> now the people versus alex cross oh by james patterson jimmy p yeah now wow. uh the last book batman had killed alex, alex cross. cross killed alex cross yes yep. uh by throwing a giant crate into his, his face, face. <laughs> yep um so now they're gonna have yep. to bring alex cross bring back alex cross to back. help yep. stop a giant gray monster yeah you got it you got so, it so i think there's gonna be <laughs> now it's worth noting that alex cross books are written with James Patterson as the sole author. Sole author. He sits down at his yeah. old keyboard, cracks his knuckles, which is very unhealthy, uh-huh. types it out, yeah. sends it to his publisher. Wait, is cracking your knuckles they print it. You unhealthy? It. Yeah, you shouldn't do it. It's not good. Really? Yeah, it's not good for you. What's going to happen? Well, maybe like arthritis or something. Joint, I've been, joint pains later in life. I've been doing it for about 30 years. I do it like eight times an hour. Okay. Um, well, you've had a good run. <laughs> Kate, have you ever read any James Patterson? I did. I actually read an Alex Cross book. Nick, I feel like you didn't hear that. Shoot, you read an Alex Cross book, yeah. I did. I think I actually listened to it in the car one time. What? Yeah. That's okay. like a surprise. Yeah. And which one was it? She doesn't remember. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't leave a lasting impression. <laughs> oh, right. That sounds like... Have you read any of his uh, kids' books or his presents books like Middle School or Treasure Hunters or whatnot? No, I think my daughter tried one of the middle school ones and wasn't impressed either. It Ooh. still sits on her shelf. Burn. Yeah. And that's a kid. Yeah. So, right? Little kid. Your daughter's still yeah. a kid. Like yeah, she's nine? She's, she's like, nine. Yeah, she's nine. <laughs> she's 23. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, The People versus well. Alex Cross. Detective Cross takes on a no, case. No, I don't want to. All right. Go ahead. I'm going to plug my ears. But you listen to this podcast. <laughs> la, 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 la. There's going to. Okay. Never don't mind. Spoil we'll it. just move on. Okay. <laughs> Nick's having some issues. All right. <laughs> Where are you in this series? I don't know. Like book 10 or something. Isn't this book 40? No. Okay. Maybe like book 20. Okay. Oh, Kate says it's close. It feels like it. She doesn't know. And her voice is law. Yep. All right. We uh, need to get on to our topic. Let's do it. Uh, what's our topic, Nick? I don't well, think we introduced it at the no, beginning. No, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we've been talking about this for a while. Uh, the Goodreads Choice Awards, folks. Yeah. They dropped last night. And yeah. so here we are recording today so we can bring you the latest in old news with what was chosen as the Goodreads Choice winners this year. The fun mm. thing about the Goodreads Choice Awards is that they're they're like the People's Choice Awards. Yeah. You know? It's just yeah. book readers voting on what they like. There's no other. It's not like a panel of experts. It's just... Uh-huh. what people like yes so, you can definitely tell by the lack of experts in some of these wins <laughs> sometimes you can sometimes they don't line up at all of course with underground railroad everything kind of this all the stars align yeah. for that uh which is rare and i see we didn't have a, a repeat of that this year but uh there's several different categories here so hopefully if you're a goodreads user you voted i voted on a couple but this is probably the worst i've ever done as far as having read books in each of these categories hmm. yeah how about you I'm never up to date with new books. Okay. I've it's amazing that I've read two of the books that were 
I read Killers for the Flower Moon, or mm-hmm. Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. and I read Exit West. But See, a lot nothing. of these didn't really even... I think my wife has actually done a lot better at all of this stuff. Okay. Um, she's read a lot more new stuff well let's talk about the the fiction winner and i'll give you a couple of the the nominees up here that are that are recognizable to me anyway all right bear town by frederick bachman yeah i Uh, guess my not so perfect life by sophie kinsella exit west which eric did read i did read it uh sing unburied sing by jessman ward which just won the national book award so good for that i sort of wondered if if we'd have that repeat but no Mm -hmm. uh elizabeth strout's anything is possible of course she her coming off her big uh yeah olive kittredge wins in previous years ellen hildebrand's the identicals and and many more so you can see the full list on goodreads but apparently exit west was the wrong book for me to have picked because it only had twenty thousand votes oh yeah it's at sixth place yep so what do i know about anything yeah it's a pretty actually close one here uh, with 38,268 oh, really votes, Bear Town by Frederick Bachman is which number is, two. Which we made fun of pretty, I, yeah, pretty hard when we first read it. Yeah. Because it sounded crazy. Yeah. Because like... One, I actually, I picked it up to read and just really thought it was very dated and didn't yeah. like it at all. But well, what do I know? 38,000 people think you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. 38,000 yep. people So our winner wrong. is Little Fires Everywhere by yeah. Celeste and G, which I did not... That wasn't on my radar at all. I mean, I remember announcing that it came out, but Kate. it wasn't one. It wasn't one that I'd seen actually be I, very popular. I don't. Kate, how much adult books do you read? I really don't pick many up. I tend to stick to the young adult and juvenile fiction. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well then. Makes sense. Are you going to read this? Do you pick I, your I book club won't. picks based off of the Goodreads Choice Award? I do actually. I I use quite a few of them in in past years to to nice. fill that out. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, it's just kind of a good barometer of what people are liking. Yeah. Barometer is like my favorite type of measuring device because barometer sounds hilarious. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I love the classic Muppet bit. Barometers are falling sharply and then they all fall on the newscaster. Huh. You never saw that? And no. Sesame's, okay. I didn't. That's funny. You don't have a heart. What? I do. You don't have a heart inside. Oh, my Wow. This one was a real horse race. Let's move over to mysteries and thrillers. Mm -hmm. All right. In second place with 48,070 votes, we have Dan Brown's Origin. That's crazy. odd. I don't... I mean, I guess thriller. I guess it's a thriller. But it just came out. How did 48,000 people read it? I don't know. for them. Uh, And by a margin of about 200, less than... No, yeah. Just just a little over 200. The winner is Into the Water by Paula Hawkins. Mm -hmm. Uh, From... What's her... Woman in Cabin 10. Author of Woman in Cabin 10. Uh, no, Girl on the Train. Yeah. Girl on uh, the Train. Woman in Cabin 10 is terrible. Yeah, that's Ruth Ware. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Oh, sorry, Ruth Ware. <laughs> Whose uh, book? What was her book this oh, year? Oh, yeah. The Cage or Who knows? The Liar's Game. Didn't yeah, make it. Didn't even make it. So Paula Hawkins' follow-up to Girl on the Train wins, but by a very narrow margin. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that it won. I'm surprised that the margin is so narrow. My wife read that and really liked it. Did she? Yes. Well, that's good. I, I want to read that, and I want to read Dan Brown's origin. Mm-hmm. I see Louise Penny. You want to read about Dan Brown's origin? No. I think he was just... Just a regular He just started guy. writing, yeah. yeah. Louise Penny, I see, is in third place with Glass Houses. This is book 13 yeah. in uh, the Armand Gamache series. Which Day is was, you could go to the candy store and get Twizzlers for a Louise Penny. <laughs> yes. Do you remember that? We're all old yeah. enough to remember oh, yeah. Louise Penny sure. stores. Sure, sure. Uh, let's see. A couple other big names in here. Uh, John Sanford's uh, Golden Prey was kind of low on the list, but mm-hmm. made made the final cut here. Greg Isles is in here. Yeah. Uh, J.D. Robb, Karen Slaughter. But it was not close, Yeah, seems like. Uh, after Giraffes. After Into the Water. I like and, Golden and Prey. Brown. That's true. Because they're yellow. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of things hunt an adult giraffe. It's really when they're drinking water or when they're young. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to best historical fiction. Yay. Kate, do you read... Historical fiction, I, including young adult. 
I'm not opposed to it. How much of it I've read? <laughs> not that much. There but. you hear, folks. She's not opposed to it. <laughs> All right. So in our top three, we have Ken oh, Follett's Oh, my gosh. A Column of Fire. Kate, do you remember Pillars of the I Earth? Was that the one we read, Nick? Pillars of the Earth? read. Did yes. you remember? I guess it was like a big deal in the early 90s yeah. was the show? I, no. Well, the show, yeah. I think the book's like from the 70s. No, the book is from the early 90s. The show's from like the late 90s. Mm. And we read it first. Look, this is the third book of the series. Yeah. The first book was terrible. Me and Nick were in a book club of friends yeah. uh, that read the first book, and I was the only one to finish it. Yep. And it was horrible. Well, all that like is a true. Pages long. 1989. Oh, yeah. The book is from 1989. Wow. And there's a board game out. Anyway, so the third book in the Pillars of the Earth trilogy comes in at third place here. Uh, Lincoln and the Bardo, second place, 28,000 votes. I can, yeah, that's it's surprising that one actually didn't win because that one is like all people could talk about yeah, for a while. Yeah, it did seem to kind of, that one did, uh, yeah. It's on my list to read. Yeah, it kind so. of branched over into a popular yeah. pick as well. Maybe it was a bit too weird. I'm surprised by this win, though. Uh, Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate. I don't two families generations apart are forever changed by heartbreaking injustice in this poignant novel inspired by a true story for readers of orphan train and nightingale memphis 1939 how long is this oh my gosh okay (laughs) i don't actually even remember talking about this do you i i don't recognize this author and i don't recognize this book lisa wingate Mm, i mean not a lot of uh, there's a few big names here not a ton michael michael chabon with moon glow was in the the tops here uh, Philippa Gregory's Last Tutor. Jennifer Egan, who won the Pulitzer Prize for a Visit from the Goon Squad, was in here with Manhattan Beach. Wow. Uh, not a lot of who's who as far as uh, popular authors in here, though, but the, the winner for Best Historical Fiction was Before We Were Yours. I don't know. She's got, like, The Prayer Box, Tending Roses, Talk of the Town, which right, is a I'm, daily Texas book. I want to talk about this next one because I have a real, I take a real issue with this. Which one are we on? Fantasy. Oh, hello. I don't, look. Hello. I'm not. I'm not a big like fantasy person, but I don't you do hate fantasy, really feel like this even counts. No, it doesn't. Uh, luckily, though, we have... Well, I, I don't on, know if me... it's legal to say this, okay. but we do have somebody here who voted for the top choice in fantasy. Really? So You're going to break. Okay. Yeah. All right, Kate. All right. But anyways, let's, let's look at what didn't win for some reason. What didn't win? Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology came That's in second, second place. Uh, almost second. Yeah, it's true. 40,000 votes. 40,000 votes yeah. Yeah. from a bunch of... People reading it. I no, I can't. Yeah, I just got, got. I just almost got mad. We've got N.K. Jemison. We've got Brandon Sanderson on the list here. Uh, we have Patricia Briggs, favorite yeah. of Kate's. Oh yeah, sure. And the winner goes to the screenplay for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them by J.K. Rowling. Is it though? Is it by J.K. Rowling? Yes, she did write the scripts. Ugh, she did. Hey, I don't she know how you know me, how I, I feel about this. Yeah, I think it's crazy. It shouldn't I, be allowed in. I straight up hated this movie, but it seems <laughs> it seems weird to oh, me. Luckily, we have somebody here who liked the movie it too. It seems so. Let's talk about that. I straight it's, up didn't see the movie. Oh, he's sick. It seems weird to me that a screenplay would even be considered. I mean, it's not really. Yeah. The same. I mean, it's nonfiction for heaven's to sake. To be fair, like, that's how we categorize it. Norse mythology is also just Neil Gaiman rewriting already written mythology it's true couldn't that also be nonfiction then yes that's no. i yes, think it both is of, actually we so would categorize we would put both of those as nonfiction. well we would but then it was also on the bestsellers list for fiction yeah that's true so it, it's people have been confusing about it but yes yeah. both of those should have been there uh i don't like sequels getting okay. awards usually okay i'd rather give it to like something new yeah mm-hmm. but 
People's Choice. Here we go. Yeah. 40,000 more people than anything yeah, else. Yeah, so 92,000 votes for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. So, Kate, did you read this? Did you read the screenplay? I did. I did read it. And Okay, so you liked the movie? I didn't mind the movie. Okay. I really uh, was disappointed probably by just that movie. Because... I love everything Harry Potter. Okay. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they could have gone wrong, honestly. Okay. It's fun. It's something new coming from that same world. Okay. Will it ever be Harry Potter? No. Yeah. But I can still enjoy it. Okay. Whether Eric I just likes didn't it find or not. it particularly good. Like, I didn't really like the characters. Oh. And I thought tonally it was just very strange. Like, sometimes it was almost too It spooky. wasn't as rich. Yeah. Like Harry Potter, it was, I mean, yeah. you dove into everything, you know, the whole world, the characters, they, there was so much to them. And this was a little more It cracked me up too. They made empty. such a big deal about, we're finally going to see like the America. Yeah. And then it was no. the most British movie yeah, I've ever <laughs> it seen. It still was. Yeah. So. Makusa like, is, is, it's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's so very, yeah. I feel like it could be something. I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I'm looking forward to the second one coming out and hoping yeah. that it, enriches yeah, it well, a little further but yeah. yeah so you voted I, for that over your your pal patricia Briggs? i did you know honestly i don't even know if i saw that patricia briggs was in it when mm. i voted but, she but i might have still voted for jk rowling anyway okay I, right. I just I, it's in my soul eric i see nk jemison in here with broken earth you know you're not that far in that trilogy though right well i'm a third of the way through okay but you haven't <laughs> read this book no i haven't this okay. is the third book so you've only read the first book? Yes. So to answer my question, you could just say no. No, I haven't read this one. Okay. Um, but you remember when we did our Hugo show? Yeah. Our, not yeah, our Hugo show, our Hugo Awards. Yeah. We, uh, this year, best novel went to the second book in this series. So Yeah, you're out of luck. Yeah. You're going to be reading uh, How many forever. people do you think voted for Fantastic Beasts and where to find them based off of the fact that they saw the movie? And so, yeah, the screenplay is the same. Could I be. I like that. Could be. Uh, all right. So, fantasy was a wash this year. True. All right. Let's take a look at romance. <laughs> Sorry, Kate. That's okay. I'm romance. sure. All right. So, we got, we we got a lot of big upset. names in romance here. We got Nora Roberts coming in second place. We got J.R. Ward in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of ones that I don't recognize. Oh, this here. is romance. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of. Uh, a lot of skin. Yeah. A lot of yeah. skin. You're absolutely yeah, this is right. The, this is You're the naughty absolutely category. Absolutely right. Oh, what's this book called? Dating Ish. The winner. I like that title. Okay. The winner went I don't. to Without <laughs> Merit by Colleen Hoover, a name that I don't recognize. So no. maybe. Well, this isn't your genre. That's true. That is true. Uh, oh, but this is a th- the whoa. third consecutive win. Look at Egomaniac. Oh, that's a t- I thought that was like his ponytail. That's did you, his, did uh, you see that though? What? Colleen Hoover. This is her third consecutive win for uh, Best Romance. Okay. So she's on a hot streak. How on earth is she winning all these with all... None of her books have abs on the cover. True. Like yeah. eight of the other books here. Yeah. So. You're right. All right. Let's look at sci-fi. Okay. All right, so for the sci-fi thing, we've got a lot, of, a lot of things in here. we got only one Star Wars book, Star Wars Thrawn, which is the only one that I read in this category and really didn't like. Oh, yeah, uh, this is a Star so Wars book. that came in third place. Uh, Andy Weir's Artemis took first with 33,000 votes, almost 34,000 votes. Yeah, which is surprising because people seem to not be liking it. Yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, sci-fi is kind of... I haven't even like heard of half the stuff in here, so... That just shows how out of touch I am. I know. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, John Scalzi's in here. The um, one of the what's the series? Mm-hmm. The Expanse series, book yeah. six. Babylon's Ashes is in here. Yeah. But again, I feel like 
if something's book seven, yeah. it would have to be like some kind of outstanding achievement in literary fiction to give book seven an award for stuff. Mm-hmm. But again, people's choice. Uh, what's this book called? The Rest is History. Hmm. Oh, no, book eight. Don't care. <laughs> uh, All Around Today's, I think, was getting a lot of uh, talk as well. Oh, well. Uh, that is impressive that Thrawn, I guess, is at three. Yeah. I guess that's just a bunch of Star Wars fans. I guess so. Uh, horror. This We don't have our friend Sally on here. No, we don't. Uh, so... Yeah, this isn't a really a, a big shocker, so we'll just jump right to it. Stephen King and Owen King won with uh, Sleeping Beauty's 50,000 votes. Uh, and this is a pretty widespread. The Didn't next one down is 16,000. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for uh, Final Girls by Riley Sager. Joe. One of them, Meddling Kids, is one we featured on our upcoming uh, The Best of uh, 2017 Spooky Books. So. Oh, that's right. Yes, we talked about there that. There it is. Um, We've got Lincoln Child on Joe the Joe Hill is down there with only 2,000 votes. Yeah. So it looks like the apple has fallen far from his <laughs> wow. the tree. Yeah, let's the let's judge Joe tree. Hill based solely on this. Okay. <laughs> uh, humor. Uh, this is uh, kind of like an instructive category for you, Nick. It, oh, okay. I got to learn. Uh, yeah. okay. um, well, my wife has also read, read this one. Okay. The only one I read in here was The Daily Show in Oral History. Very good, but it's not a comedy book. It's not a humor book. Wow. It's Al like Franken a... still managed almost 3,000 votes. Good for you, Al. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the Daily Show book was like a history of the Daily Show. Yeah, you know what I mean, I wouldn't classify it as humor. Okay, but whatever. Where would you classify it? Well, it's just like I don't know. I mean, it's like a biography of the show, basically. Ooh, uh, unqualified by Anna Ferris is in third place. <laughs> yeah, awkwardly with a forward from Chris Pratt. Look out! They got divorced. I know this they did. year. Yeah. So you didn't have to make it sad. I, I can't help it. The winner is Lauren Graham, folks. Talking as fast as I can from Gilmore Girls to Gilmore Girls and yeah. everything in between. Yeah, because she, yeah. she did a new uh, one. Kate, do you like Gilmore Girls? I love Gilmore Girls. Ah, all right. Did you read this book? I have not yet. Have you read her fiction? Nope. No, nope. I haven't read anything by Lauren Graham. Well, thanks for nothing, Kate. Uh, my my wife read her her book, the uh, somewhere, oh, yeah. sometime, maybe or something, My wife called, as and well. I, I think she didn't like it. Yeah, that's so funny, much. Yeah. Uh, that was the consensus. Yeah, she did read. And she, she did like it? Uh, I think she liked it fine. Maybe she never finished it. <laughs> Look, maybe we should have had her on this maybe. show. <laughs> Kevin Hart's in second place with twenty thousand votes. I can't make this up. And Anna Ferris, as we already mentioned, in yeah. third place. Anything else you want to pull out of here? No, old Eric. Mitchell's? I'm already in nonfiction. Right. Okay, good, good for you. Yeah. Okay, hey, yeah. Yeah. Well, what, who's our winner in nonfiction? Uh, How to Be a Boss by Lily Singh. Interesting. I don't know who she is. Is she from... I'm not sure either. From actress, comedian, and YouTube sensation, She's a.k.a. YouTube. Superwoman. She's uh, from YouTube. Douglas Preston, The Lost City of the Monkey God, is in fourth place of 20,000. Mm. That looked interesting. Yeah. Um, I like Jungle Adventures. Yeah. Yeah, outside of that, there's not a whole lot of things that... No. Seem to hit big here anyway. Yeah. There's a book here called Unshakable, but it's not by Tim Tebow. <laughs> What's his book? Maybe it's Unbreakable. That's probably it. Or maybe it's Unemployable. Oh! oh! <laughs> Hold on. I got to go. Look I got to leave okay, now. I'm retiring from podcasting. Good. Best memoir and autobiography went to Hillary Rodham Clinton for What Happened. Yeah. So. Do you want to say what happened, Nick? Well, if you don't focus on the big swing states with <laughs> most of the electoral votes, yeah. know, I think that's, that's right. part of the problem, uh, definitely. So this is memoirs and biographies. The Comey letter was bad timing, yeah. if we're being honest. It was okay. right before. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of uh, names I recognize getting books out this year. True. Um, that is true. 
So I really I don't see any. Didn't wow. A lot of people voted for Lily Collins biography, which is Who's Lily Collins again? She's from the Mortal Instruments movie and other things. Oh, was she from uh She's Phil Collins' daughter? No, was Lily Collins in uh Abduction with Taylor Lautner? Yes, she was. Oh, Thanks I'm, for asking. No, I guess I'm thinking of Baby Driver. No. Okay. No. Sorry. All right, let's move on to best history and biography, let's which I do thought it. I would have read the pick, but I didn't. Yeah, you came close. Uh, In second place with 18,000 votes, we had Killers of the Flower Moon by David Graham. Yeah. Read by Mr. Eric Mickles. I read On Tyranny, which is in, I don't know, yeah. down there a ways. Yeah. But Killing England didn't didn't win. No. So. Uh, Radium Girls won with 24, almost 25,000 votes. Uh, the Dark Story of America's Shining Women. So, yeah, I guess I didn't know I this did, book existed. I didn't even hear about this. Um. But see, that's what I like about these because it's not mm-hmm. always like things that hit the bestseller Here, list or the starred reviews. It's like here's what I was telling this one pulls out a lot Kate. Though I thought the whole fact about women in our past being put around radioactive material and getting cancer from all this radiation was like well known. Yeah, I didn't think it was like a mystery. Like well, I didn't think this was like hidden history. But I guess it is. You can read Radiant Girls and yeah. find out. Uh, so. Current bestseller. Astrophysics for People in a Hurry wins for the best science and technology. Yeah, that makes sense. Section, yes, it I, does. I, wow, by f- almost uh, 30,000 yeah. votes. Yeah. Congratulations, Neil deGrasse. Yeah, Ooh, what's good. this book on cannibalism? Yeah, is that, that a frog good. eating a frog? All right. Frogs are gross as it is. The Pioneer Woman Cooks. Oh, we moved on. Okay. <laughs> best food and cookbooks. Huh, that's a fun category. Sure is. Let's move on to graphic novels and comics, Let's though. Let's do it. Uh, this is why we brought Kate onto the podcast. Yeah, she's actually. a big graphic novel fan. No, that is a lie. Uh, here's, here's what's weird to me. I'm just going to start with what one. Okay. Big Mushy Happy Lump yeah. by Sarah Anderson. It's a Sarah, Sarah Scribbles collection. It won. Um, but it is just a collection of her webcomic. So I don't, yeah. it almost kind of feels like the whole screenplay thing. Right. Um, well, it's definitely the, the one that stands out from like all the other things in here. And it's, it's not like, its, own. it's not like a story right they're all just like standalone comics well, it's graphic novels and comics they lump them all together yeah i guess so uh, uh book two or the the sorry the second place is wonder woman uh the lies yeah i don't understand one. how that has i feel like that's just what people read yeah because that wasn't so good no it wasn't great saga was pretty good but Saga's always pretty good yeah uh monstrous i guess i just need to start reading this because Apparently. i keep seeing it everywhere oh i did read real friends which is on the list and yeah. i've also read paper girls yep i read which paper i really girls. like but i don't think i would have given it to volume two yeah so i gotta read I this uh everyone's an i can't everyone's an alien when you're an alien too oh yeah um so i need to read that one yep. and uh yeah and Weird. kate still not a fan of the graphic novel no. okay no, I just can't do graphic novels. I was telling Eric, they're just too brief. We'll teach you. I like the ones that I can dive into for weeks Read at Watchmen. A time. That'll take you weeks. Uh, winner what for is going on? Best Poetry, <laughs> uh-huh. The Sun and Her Flowers by uh-huh. Rupi Kaur. Yeah. Solo by Kwame Alexander is in third place with 8,000 votes. Hmm. Uh, he wrote, uh, well... This crossover. is the crossover. crossover. Thank you. Yeah. Crossover and booked, which are stories told in prose. Yeah. Long way down by Jason uh, Reynolds. We have on order. Or we're waiting for our copy still, but I didn't realize that was uh, poetry. Interesting. Now you know. I do know. Uh, let's look at best debut. Magic Goodreads with author. The hate on. you give. Oh. The hate you give by debut. Angie Thomas. Yeah. Kate and I have it's both debut. agreed that it's probably our professional duty now to read the hate you give. I think definitely you have to. Even do that, though it's yeah. about a very depressing topic. Yeah. So it's the same reason I had to read um, uh, 
the book about the school shooting. Oh, right. This is where it ends. Yeah. So, and yeah, Kate just pointed out, it's a huge gap. Carvel, which had a lot of like early year um, talk mm-hmm. going on, has 40,000. Hate You Give with 75,000. Well, these 000. are just best debut. Let's pop over to Best Young Adult. All right. Well, uh, maybe we will have a completely different result. The winner is The Hate You Give yeah. by Angie Double Thomas. win, a double win. And though this is much closer, yeah. she, uh, The Hate You Give narrowly beat out. N- narrowly? Yeah. Well, I mean, 7,000 7, votes is. Yeah. Oh, is it only seven? Good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, the Hate You Give beat out Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. Did you ever read that, Kate? I haven't yet. No, I, no that, I I've been like reading it. Sarah J. Maas. Yeah, it yeah. takes a while. I understand. We we both agree it's our professional duty to read Turtles all, all the way down. down. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, that's all right. So you you didn't even finish it though. No, I didn't. Did you skim it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, we're actually doing pretty well here at the David A. Hale Public Library. We yeah. have basically all of these books, yeah. and the ones we don't are on order. So get off my back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, let's pop over to fantasy. Let's do it. Best uh, young adult fantasy and science fiction. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah. Kate, this, any thoughts on the winner here? You could announce the winner. The winner is Court of Wings and Ruin by Sarah J. Maas. And this is this in the series that you're currently reading? No, this is her other series. Oh, okay. Have yes. you read this series? I have. I like this one better than the Court of Thrones, actually. Really? Yeah, surprisingly. Okay. So this is book two, it looks like? This is book three. Three, I do believe. Oh, no, okay. no, that is book two, I think. Okay. I think Mist and Fury is. There. Nice. And it looks like uh, Court of Mist and Fury won last year, so oh, yeah. she's on a hot streak, too. Uh, a big margin between that and second place, which is Lord of Shadows by Cassandra Clare. I don't understand how these are still popular. No. But, Adults. Uh, yeah, I guess that has to be it. But I guess this is what I meant by sequels, because Court of Wings is here. Like, is that really the best fantasy book in the young adult I don't know. Uh, of the year. You tell me. When there's all these newer, like Carvel and Scythe and Flame, like all these new to the shelves uh, stories and everything. I just feel like those should have uh, precedence. Yeah. But I understand. I, I, I just, uh, yeah, I get that. But I can't imagine that. That's the problem with the people's choice, though, is that if a series is popular, then more people are going to read book three of that series they've already been reading than trying something new and i'm more pro people trying something new yeah but okay. i'm reading a star wars book about darth maul escaping prison so what yeah. do i know you don't have anybody That's, to talk yeah. to yeah um both these um both these uh young adult fiction and the fantasy sci-fi um have a lot of books though that have had like a lot of people talking about them like uh eliza all the way down and uh geekerella uh, Eliza and her monsters. What did I say? Eliza all the way. Down. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got turtles on the brain. I guess you do. So I guess you could call me Shredder. I guess so, because of the turtles. Because yeah. I've got turtles. Yeah. Yeah. He would like to take the turtles all the way down. Yes, he would. To Shredder Town. All right, let's look at middle. Why did middle he never grade. start a place called Shredder Town? It's pretty good. All right, Th- here here it is again. A uh, lot of. Uh, anyways, let's let's just read the winners here. Go ahead. So this is um, uh, best middle grade in children's fiction. Uh, it has to be adults as well or older people because the winner is Rick Ryden's Magnus Chase and the Gods of Asgard. And then second place is Rick Ryden's The Trials of Apollo, The Dark Prophecy. Um, and then Beauty and the Beast, The Lost in a Book, is at number three. So 
And then number four is also a series. This is like book five, six, Worlds Collide. It's book six of the Land of well, Stories. Well, it makes sense with something like a People's Choice, though, because yeah. it's going to have a lot of built-in fans already before yeah. they've even read it. There's probably more anticipation to read those by people who've read the earlier ones. I feel like the good... Mm, I don't know. The Hugo Awards are also uh, voted by... Uh-huh. I mean, you have to buy a membership and everything, right. but it's it's the public. But they their short list is much shorter. It's only five books for each... Uh, nomination. Mm-hmm. So, and you find that out by like April okay. by the winners, but you hear talk about it. And then you have uh, like another five months to read the books, those just those five books. So it's much easier. Whereas Goodreads, what do they pick? They pick like uh, 20 books yeah. that are nominated for each category. It's yeah, impossible. And I just feel like people are more likely to read book three of mm-hmm. Magnus Chase than they are to pick up uh, See You in the Cosmos. Yeah. So. That's true. It's slightly problematic, but uh, Wish Tree made it by Kay Applegate, so good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kate, have you read any of these? I There's a few here I need to read, mainly Wish Tree. No, I haven't, but I've heard good things about Amina's voice. Yeah. Uh, Nick, your son's not here yet, so you haven't started reading these books yet. That's true. So, yep. Will you, will you continue that? Well, let's get on to the books that you have read yep. then with your son. And uh, Kate, Kate, you've read all of these. Uh, no, not all of them. Oh, Kate. Yeah. All right. I've, anyways, go to, go to town, guys. I haven't read any of these books. I've read almost all of these books. Yeah. I've, I've prob- I'm probably about half. All right. So let's, the winner is We're All Wonders by RJ Palacio. Have you read that one, Kate? I have, yes. Did you read Wonders? No, I haven't read Wonders okay. yet. Uh, I like that pretty well. Did you like this? It it wasn't my favorite on the list. No, me neither. But I did like it, and Mm -hmm. I can see why it would win with all the the hype that Wonder is getting. I think uh, if my son were here and we're going to pick one, he would pick uh, Triangle. Oh, yes. Did you read Triangle? I did read Triangle. Yeah. I did not enjoy it all that much. I don't particularly like it either, but he loved it. (laughs) It was very anticlimactic. Over and over and over again. Yes. About a triangle going and playing a trick on a square. And then but the square coming back. And the square coming was, back for it was vengeance. Very odd. Yeah. That's pretty much all it was. Yeah. Yeah. But the Book he of Mistakes. Loved it. That I think that was my favorite on oh, this yeah, list. Oh yeah, the Book of Mistakes is cool. That's not a great one to read to kids though. I didn't no, it wasn't great. <laughs> not not to read to kids, but as as an adult reading a picture book. Yeah. One of my favorites yeah. on the list. My son also really liked uh, the Legend of Rock Paper Scissors. Yeah, that one was cute. Yeah. I that was cute. Yeah, I didn't particularly like it. But um, it was I, it was cute, I'll give you that. Yeah. I like Jabari Jumps. I didn't read Jabari Jumps yet. Uh, and she I, persisted. I think that was a good one. Me, I actually Malala's Magic Pencil was my favorite on this list. I haven't gotten to that one okay. yet. I thought that one was really strong. Really, I thought that All was right. that was good, and um, I read it to my three year old son, and he enjoyed it. It was a little long for him, right? Um, Some of these were. They were either very one way or the other. I feel like some were really long. Yeah. Or the others were they were so brief. Yeah. Very, very fairly any text in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them at least didn't have any. I think it's Fox in the Forest. That's possible. Didn't have any. Yeah, wordless picture book. I am yeah. a little disappointed not to see After the Fall on this list by Dan Santet, the uh, Humpty no. Dumpty. I didn't read that one. Oh, that has to be one of my favorites all year. But I'm I'm okay. I'm with not this. the Goodreads. I'm okay with his winner. <laughs> Kate, Kate is not the Goodreads. <laughs> well, it's true. I, I'm okay with his you winner. Heard it here I first. think that uh, we're all wonders. I mean, you don't have to have read the main book or seen the seen the movie for right. it to make sense. You know, I think yeah. it's just a good uh, standalone book about how people are different. And um, yeah, so I thought that was good. But my son really did love the Triangle book. I'm not sure what it was about it 
but he just hey man the triangle's a great shape over and over and over again what's this uh, little fox in the forest book is he okay that's the wordless one that's that's where uh a little fox steals a girl's like stuffed fox and she goes to find it so i almost started crying right there did you Jeez, wow. yeah i was just like uh, why does this fox want a little stuffed fox greyhound groundhog <laughs> i really hated did uh-huh. you read that one kate i did Ugh. oh sorry not I a fan of that no, one either. That was my least favorite Duck on the hippo. list. Talk about Duck and Hippo. Duck and Hippo is kind of fun. <laughs> I don't know if I got the Duck that and Hippo in the rainstorms. Basically, the duck wants to go out, and the hippo's like, well, it's raining, so you got to share your umbrella. And then they try to figure out how to keep both of them under the umbrella. And, and, and that's a big hippo and a little duck. Yeah, it's true. It could be problematic. And I... hilarity ensues. I don't understand. Hippos are water creatures. Fair. That's a good point. He should love that water. He should need it. <laughs> I also didn't like the stinky stench, whatever that one is. Oh, no, that's just you. You've been case, sick for four days. So the stinky stench. That one didn't do anything for me. No. I guess my favorites on here were Jabari Jumps. Oh, there it is. Uh, I got to give it to Triangle. Oh, I do. Uh, there is After it. the Fall. Sorry. Oh, it is? Go on. Yep. All the way down at the bottom. I don't think oh, I got yeah. down that. Oh, yeah. The very last. Okay. My oh, favorites. Wow. Okay. Jabari Jumps. Got to say Triangle. Uh, and then Malala's Magic Pencil. And I liked We Were All Wonders. Did you, what did you say your favorite was, Kate? The book, of, well, after the fall. After the fall, and then book okay. of mistakes. Book of mistakes. Oh, that was solid. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, and that's I a didn't good like crop. triangle. I'm glad my son didn't take to it like yours did. <laughs> oh. Hey, what's that movie with? Uh, I think it's Sean Connery. It's called The Falls or something. Something with the Falls. Legend of the Falls. Where's the one where he has to go try kill Alec Baldwin? Out with no there's idea. a grizzly bear. One of them has slept with the other man's wife. The Rock. And, no. So now they're <laughs> off, and they're gonna. I, I don't know the answer to this. I'm huh. sorry. What's Legend of the Falls? Uh, I don't know. All right. I'm on it. Good. Good. That, it's Legend not, of the Falls. No, that's Alan something Baldwin else. Baldwin and uh, Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. It's the only thing they, I can think of is Hunt for Red October. So I, No, that's not it then. I don't think that's what you're Maybe talking about. Maybe it's not about. Sean Connery. Maybe it's not. But it doesn't matter because we got a close shop on the Goodreads Choice Awards. That's true. Um, how do you guys feel about these overall? I, I'm not a fan this year. Yeah, I don't feel really strongly about Kate? many of the winners. Well, Kate's choice won for yeah, fantasy. Kate's, Kate's so. choice did win. It's true. Yeah, it I did. I'm a winner. I don't feel like it's a particularly strong crop. I mean, some of them are kind of obvious and some of them are odd. Um, I, mean, I guess it's good to, I mean, it's at least helpful. You know, I always find these helpful to kind of see where people are gravitating towards, make sure we have things in the collection. Um, and we did have a lot of these, some of those nonfiction ones that we didn't have. So we'll have to snatch those hey. up. Yeah. It wasn't Sean Connery. It's, uh, I'm looking at him right now. Anthony Hopkins. It's called oh. The Edge from 1997. Okay. The plane carrying wealthy, uh, crack. Oh, wait. No, this isn't it. <laughs> this is so stupid. Well, where's the one? One of them, they find out. Oh, but there is, there is a bear hair. Oh, nope. Uh, Charles has reason to believe he is having an affair with his wife. So this is the movie I was thinking of, The Edge. So. Okay. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for... No problem. Let me see if I can get this train back on the rails. Jeez, a Kodiak that. bear. No, thank you. Am I right? Anyway, Not- <laughs> to find the Goodreads Choice Award winners, you can go to goodreads.com slash choice awards and find all of the options there. Uh, add them to your to-read list. Come to the library and check them out. Uh, Kate, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Sorry you had to listen to that whole thing about Alec Baldwin and Sean Connery. Wow. And apologies. If, if it wasn't on the podcast, it would have been at the desk. That's anyway. true. Yeah. Now everybody can That's share. Right. You now realize that, that the Kodiak bear is the largest subspecies of brown bear? I sure do now. And it, it can weigh up almost to 1,300 pounds. Did you realize that this weekend we have our fourth annual production of The Nutcracker Yay. by Yay. Genesee Dance Theater? So 
Uh, that is Friday night at 7 o'clock, and then Saturday and Sunday at 2 o'clock. And be- on Saturday, before the show, the Friends of the Library are hosting a special trimetry party uh, up in the exhibition room where you can see Santa Claus and have decorate cookies and have a grand old time. So we hope you'll come for all of those things. Any other big events you want to talk about? We're also going to be doing Nutcracker Storytime yes. Friday at 1 o'clock with um, Clara and the Nutcracker the Prince. The Nutcracker himself, which... Uh, podcasters may recall, is a high school friend of mine. So I'm excited right. to see him. So welcome to Western New York, Bo. <laughs> I've seen the giant nutcracker head he has to wear, too. And that, that, should be, that should be fun for everyone. We're also showing Despicable Me 3, mm-hmm. same day, Friday yeah. the 8th yep. at 3.30. Yeah, so Friday a is a busy day here it's at true. the library. We've got a lot of movies planned, so uh, take a look at our, our calendar. But if you're worried, those. there are no Kodiak bears at the library. Good. They seem to be pretty dangerous. Good. But most right. bears are. Uh, do you think it's more likely to survive a shark attack or a bear attack? I was just talking about this with Kate yesterday because you weren't here. Yeah. But I feel like you hear about people surviving shark attacks. Yeah. But when's the last time you heard somebody survived a bear attack? The Revenant? Yeah, but that was just... In bear with... Oh, I said bear with me here because I was about to say uh, that was Bear Lee. Uh, there's a lot of bear puns here. I just feel like you can get away from a shark eventually, yeah. but a bear will just follow you. He's just there. Yeah. He's determined. All right, well, on that weird and non-constructive note... <laughs> Wait, I think, non-constructive? I think we wrap it up for episode 120. We'll yeah. see you next week.